Philippians 4, 4-7. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Welcome to Bridgeway Christian Church Daily Advent Devotional for Sunday, December the 10th, 2023. My name is Lane Gibbs, and I serve as a men's ministry leader here at Bridgeway. As we move into the week of reflecting on the peace and the ways in which God provides peace to his followers, I thought it would be helpful to look at the contrast of how the world feels peaceful compared to the peacefulness that a relationship with God provides. One general definition I read said, peace generally refers to a state of tranquility or quiet, often characterized by the absence of violence, conflict, or disturbance, or a harmonious relationship between individuals or nations. From a Christian perspective, as I was studying this passage of scripture, one commentator stated, God's peace is different from the world's peace. True peace is not found in positive thinking, in the absence of conflict, or in good feelings. It comes from knowing God is in control. Our citizenship in Christ's kingdom is sure, our destiny is set, therefore let God's peace guard your heart against anxiety. As I thought more about the peace God offers and how it provides a covering over so much of our Christian lives and in such tangible ways, it was hard for me to focus on one example. However, verses six and seven tell us if we want true peace and we want to worry less, then we need to pray a lot more. My wife and I learned early on that we need to practice doing that with the ups and downs of life, both big and small. It's helped us develop a deep spiritual well that we can draw from so we remain thankful and are able to rejoice and experience God's peace in the midst of struggles. In addition to that, we oftentimes need to call on our brothers and sisters in Christ to pray over us and to intercede for us when we are in the middle of a struggle and unable to do it ourselves. And that's part of my story that I want to share with you today. As I was reflecting on some of the ways that taking my anxiety and fears to God and asking for intercessory prayer has been meaningful to me and my family, I started thinking about my son and his health struggles. He was diagnosed with a liver disease at the age of 15, and that started a seven-year journey of being in and out of the hospital every few months and occasionally for long periods of time. Our immediate response was fear, of course, but we were quickly supported by our church family and friends who started praying along with us for our son and our family, and that fear was replaced by a supernatural peace that allowed us to remain thankful and trust God to lead us as we begin the journey. After a few months of tests and procedures, the doctors determined he needed a liver transplant. That could have been the moment that fear gripped us and took over our thoughts and caused us to start playing the what-if game in our minds. But by this time, my son's situation had been shared with lots of people in Bridgeway. He was on several different prayer chain lists. We had our family, small group, and extended church family checking in on us daily to encourage us, speaking God's truth into our lives, and reminding us to be thankful to God for a clear diagnosis and holding us up when we were too tired and overwhelmed to pray for our son and ourselves. The peace of God that we felt during this time was incredibly tangible and so supernatural that I will never forget it. It's the only thing that kept us from going off the rails and falling completely apart. It was so tangible that we had several doctors pull us aside over the years to make sure we fully comprehended the severity of the situation because we were not responding in a way that they were accustomed to. I'm only sharing that to highlight how powerful God is and how important intercessory prayer is, not because of anything we brought to the table ourselves. Soon after they told us the news, he was placed on the transplant list and we began the waiting game to receive a liver. 
That in and of itself is a very odd thing to pray for, but that's not the focus of our time together today. Several months later, his health got worse, and they suggested we consider a live donor instead of waiting for one to be donated. The doctors determined my wife was the best candidate, and we began the evaluation process, and she was indeed a perfect match. Very long story short, on November 7, 2016, my son was operated on in one hospital to remove his liver, and my wife was being operated on in another hospital across town to remove a portion of her liver. This was the most serious and scary moment in my life and the lives of my son and my wife. But I remember praying the morning of the surgery and that same tangible and thick presence of God and peacefulness flooded our hearts and minds and we knew we were gonna be okay. After 14 hours of surgery, the doctors came in and said my wife and son pulled through amazingly and were in recovery resting. At that point, I was so overwhelmed and happy that I could not stop thanking God and praising him for his miraculous guidance over the entire process and for providing a miracle for my family. My son's health struggles continued for several more years, and we continued to experience God's supernatural peace, and we were able to witness so many miracles along the way. I wish I had time to share them all, but unfortunately I don't. I'm happy to report that my son had his last procedure in 2021 and is very healthy today, so praise God for that. There is one thing I want to be clear about. We were not without fear the entire time because we certainly had our moments, but we were able to replace it with trust and faith pretty quickly. And I believe that's because my wife and I had gone through many seasons in our life where we placed our fears about important situations in God's hands and asked him to lead and guide us through and our spiritual well got deeper and our faith became stronger each time. And I'm confident those experiences coupled with a solid community of family and friends praying for us is what allowed us to experience God's peace in such a supernatural way. As we close out our time together today, I want to encourage you to begin working on your spiritual well so when, not if, the time comes, you will have a deep place to draw from. I also want to challenge you to get engaged with a healthy community of believers that will be there for you and will intercede in prayer when you need them to during life's difficult seasons so that you too can experience the supernatural peace that surpasses the world's understanding. This is not only extremely beneficial to you, but to the world around you as people are able to watch you and get a sense there's something different and remarkable about the way you handle the pressures of life. And it will provide you with an opportunity to share the reason for your peacefulness so that you can be a witness to the power of what it's like to have God in your life. Let's pray together. God, thank you for your presence in our lives today and for the gift of true peace that only you can provide. Would you give us the courage to trust you today for the challenging and complex situations we are facing both big and small so we can increase our faith? And would you begin cultivating a healthy community to surround those who are in need today so they can feel your love in a tangible and powerful way? We love you, Lord.